It's live. I've got a friend. Can't no, listen to me. It's local. Do you reckon Big Boss Rod regrets hiring me? Um, every day, mate, every day. <laughs> and it's a little bit loose. Okay, can you put your nipple away? We're doing a radio show. That would be great. <laughs> Get ready for anything to happen, Sunny Coast. The Ellie and Bex podcast. Hello, podcasters. Hey, Chance, you know how people... Um, Sort of mirror accents. You know how, like, if you're if you go to England, for example, you start to sort of pick up in it that sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think I told you this. I can't remember if this happened while you were here or one of the days you're away, and um, you know uh, when you were we crook and whatnot. Um, but you know my famous character, which you love, of Bussin Bullets. Yes, he's really, oh yeah, yeah. Yes, he's like that. Well, I had a, a random caller, I think for a, a topic or maybe for under the pump, one of the quizzes or something like that. And the lady was an Argentine. Mm-hmm. So she had the female version of that voice, but that was her natural voice. Right. And I remember thinking at the time how hard I had to try for the three minutes she was on the phone not to go, and yes, what is the next answer? Welcome <laughs> to my life whenever Irish people call because I want to do my Irish accent so bad. Hey, if you're local speaking of Irish people, shout out to Fee uh, from Lift Strength and Conditioning. Committed to a minimum three and a half K, possibly over five, to our old church project, which is uh, for youth homelessness. For details on that, our website, 919cfm.com.au, you can yeah. donate from anywhere in the world. You'll hear that chat in here and you will take note that I did not do an Irish accent the entire time. You're a professional. I'm a professional. And now I get to get it all out of my system. Okay. You know how the boss feels about it. All right. I got Specifically it. Irish ones. I got it done. Um, also, there is the full uncut version of a fascinating chat that oh. we had with Dr. Paula Magni. Now, she is a world-renowned expert, originally from Ita- Italy. <laughs> I nearly said Italia. Originally from Italy, she is a consultant to CSI, the, the TV franchise, and she's an expert in entomology, which is bugs, bugs. specifically how bugs can lead you to the killer of an animal or a human. Yeah, very interesting stuff. So enjoy, and we will speak to you again tomorrow. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Bring it on. You've been sitting in here. I wasn't allowed in the studio, Mm. uh, which I'm normally in, um, Mm. before... The show, because you were cutting together some sort of no, attack I, on me. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was you secluded. Said and I, you, no, you said, and I quote, you can't be in here because I'm making something about you that I don't want you to hear. No. Uh, Did I you lied. not say that? I lied. Or did you just lie you? then? Yeah, I lied then. Okay. Uh, I was actually in here... <laughs> Having in-depth discussions with the council, Sunshine Coast Council. Sure you were. Because um, like they're the just bureau? telling me about what they've been up to lately. You know, is it, was it called Inventing Anna or whatever? What the, <laughs> that woman that just made up her life? Yeah. Between you having friends at the bureau, then always getting the weather wrong, and now friends at the council. I, I'm smelling a rat. Hey, I got friends everywhere. Anyway, um, <laughs> the council, my, my mates there, were yeah. telling me yeah. about this new initiative that they're running. Uh huh. Um, yes. They're surveying feral animals oh, around here, the sunny coast go. and Can monitoring. Anyone, else, anyone I, else see this joke coming from the I'm coast just, of Canada? I'm just telling you. Yes. They're looking at them. Uh, they're doing mm. nighttime surveying out in Kenilworth and Connondale and Cambroon. Yep. To, um, you know, just where, learn about feral animals, see what's the, Where would those places be, Chaney? Uh, the hinterland north <laughs> region, up kind of noose away, but, you know. <laughs> noose is your only hey, northern Kenilworth reference. Kenilworth Donuts. I've been there. Don't you worry. You went to the one at the wharf. I've been to the Kenilworth <laughs> one as well. I've been camping in Kenilworth, mate. Anyway. Um, feral animals. In these discussions yes. with the council, yes. uh, they actually said, hey, Ellie, would yeah, you like sure a little they, sample of sure some of the, the notes that our oh, officers snoring, yeah. mm-hmm. have been taking on the feral animals <laughs> yeah. they've come across? Okay, good, yes. And I was like, wow. And it turns out it's not just Kenilworth <laughs> yeah, yeah, that they're sure, doing this yeah. survey. They're also doing it in Bedina. Oh, oh wow. Let's just have a listen <laughs> to this tape that I've been sent direct from the Sunshine Coast Council. 
Uh, yeah, this is diary entry number one on. uh, by Officer Penelope Pigtrotter from the Sunshine Coast Council <laughs> for the project Feral Animals Surveying uh-huh. of the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. Um, I am currently stationed outside a house in Badina <laughs> yes, and sure. I am on high alert because sure. residents have informed me that there is a feral animal <laughs> inside this property. He stretches about six feet high into the air. People have confused him with Bigfoot as he is a very hairy creature. Watching him Who could now, it be? he is bathing his young. I am not convinced that the young comes from him because the young is very cute. This feral animal, not so cute. I do, however, note that this particular feral animal could be a derivative of the Don Bradnamanium species, the? What the? aka bats above his average when it comes to choosing a mate. Hence the good-looking offspring. Surveying the diet of this feral animal in question, it seems to be beer and chips, and surprisingly a frozen juice popper, which the said feral animal rips apart with his bare hands and slurps away at whilst at his office desk. The feral animal in question also emits strange noises while sleeping. I have provided a sample for the council's study. This measures up to 7.8 on the Richter scale in vibrations alone. Noise, we do not have instruments large enough to register the decibel. In conclusion, uh, this feral animal does require further monitoring as it could be a danger to the Sunshine Coast community. Officer Penelope Pigtrotter, out. There you go. So thank you to Miss Pigtrotter for that. Let me guess, she's hot. Oh, cool. Yeah, because she's hottest. Hey, yeah. Hottest on council, I hear. Can I just say, in yeah. all honesty, I sat through all that, and clearly, if you don't realise that, that was all a piss take on me, yeah. then Matt, hey, you me. need to go back to school. Um, but in all honesty, 90% of that was accurate. I that's know, the problem. That's <laughs> I'm loving these little science week chats we're having because it's very different to the stuff we normally do on our show chains, but also. Um, like you take, for example, at the start of the week, we had the doctor on, uh, Australian woman who pioneered testing wastewater, sewerage, et cetera, mm. to find out if things like COVID and polio, et cetera, and drugs were in people's waterways. That was very cool. And yeah. now we're going to forensic science, crime solving, <gasps> which is right up my alley. You know, you know me. I love CSI I, and I, FBI I, dramas I, yes, and whatnot. I've seen every episode of Forensic Files and FBI <laughs> Files. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I feel like I'm in uh, amongst a peer with uh, Dr. Paula Manye. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Now, as we ask every scientist, if you, if we saw each other at a dinner table and, and I said, oh, hi, how are you going? And you said to me, what do you do? And I said, oh, I do a radio show. What do you do? Well, if I'm at the dinner table, I try to say, well, I work at the university. I do research. I try to be very bad because... If I then say that I work with bugs that can be found on dead bodies, well, the dinner becomes very gruesome. <laughs> I think there'd be a lot of people in this day and age. Do you find that, in particular in the last sort of 10 years with the rise of, you know, true crime podcasts, podcasts and, and bespoke content like on Netflix and whatever, that people are more into death and, um, and forensics than they were perhaps when you started your career? Yeah, there is a little bit of love for morbidity these days, and mm. I try to push my students to understand that we work for the victims and we work for justice and for the families of the victim especially. So it's not much about how gruesome can be the situation, it's about what you can do to make justice. And you have I'm been... i that, make justice. Yeah, I know, I love that. Um, you've been termed Australia's bug whisperer. <laughs> 
Tell us how exactly you use insects to in forensics. The idea is that insects are everywhere. If you look around yourself, you will probably find a fly flying around in your office, or you can find something in your cupboard, you can find something uh, in the bush. Even in the ocean, you can find some sort of insects. Insects are everywhere, and they are very close to human beings because they like us, like they like to eat us, like mosquitoes. They like our blood. They like our food. They come and they land on whatever piece of cheese or meat or something, and they also like our trash. So they really like what we do, what we produce, what we trash. Mm. And so when it comes to a dead body, a dead body is pretty much free food. So they think, well, you know what? I think this is a great place for so, me to find a shelter yeah. and to give my offsprings uh, something to eat and grow and yeah, get better and better. We're basically so a walking hotel. Arrive, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much. So when they arrive and before that they are not there, when they arrive, they start what we call a biological clock that people like me, that talk with the bugs or whisper to the bugs, can kind of analyze and provide the time since death. That is a very important information when it comes to crime scene reconstruction, because time makes people having or not having an alibi. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's very important because obviously things go from obviously eggs to larvae to fully formed and that can give you an idea. Uh, Doctor, um, can I ask, have you had much experience with maggots over the course of your oh, career? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, maggots are pretty much my yeah. bread and butter. Can well, I say that? Perfect, perfect that you, we've got you here. Uh, a friend of mine... Um, it's me. A friend, a friend He's of talking mine about me. A long time ago, brought a kebab home from Ocean Street, which is the uh, p- party district of the Sunshine Coast, and uh, left it in her waste paper bin. It fell out onto her floor, uh, and then she noticed um, in the preceding days that she had several maggots in the carpet. Would spraying them alone get rid of them, or would there likely be a whole lot of eggs and whatever still there? Well, it actually depends on the type of maggots because there are some that are so strong, some species are so strong that they can survive even inside of a bucket of fuel. So, well, it depends if you have a good uh, kind of spray and if you have a very, like, an easy maggot. Normally, you can get an rid of them pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> and does having maggots in your bedroom mean that you are necessarily a, a very dirty person? Well, or uh, Unkempt. Well, unless you try to raise your immunological status, yeah, you probably need to improve your hygienic level. That is from one of the biggest doctors in the world. Uh, Dr. Manu, you know, you've worked obviously on forensic cases all around the world. We understand you've been a consultant to the Italian version of CSI as well. Yeah, um, correct. Can, can, you, can you remember a case where I saw a case actually, an old uh, FBI files or forensic files where it was the le- the types of bugs that were in this body showed that the body had been elsewhere, for example, um, that it was dumped at a secondary location. But can you remember in your professional career uh, a case where it was your work around the bugs that, that nailed the crook? Well, a similar case like the one that you watched happened to me many years ago and the victim was not a human but was a bear, a brown bear. So we work on victims that are animals as well sometimes because some animals are protected and we had to find out what happened. 
And believe it or not, the clue, the final clue that made things to be clarified to the investigators was a bag that was in the stomach of the bear. It was not just a normal bag, it was a firefly. And firefly can only live in certain places. Therefore, we were able to pinpoint which one was the primary crime scene in which the bear ate that poison bait that contained also just for chance a firefly. So yeah, location, maggots, uh, different kinds of bugs and light at the end of the tunnel or firefly. So wow. the doctor could determine who had been in your bedroom during that period. There was no one, it was just me. <laughs> um, a doctor, one more question before we let you go. I could literally sit here and talk to you for hours. This oh, is fascinating amazing. stuff. And I, and I think the, the rolling Italian accent as well. Yes, just, I know. Just so adds calming. to the class, But um, <laughs> I was honest. watching an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine oh, last night and they had a um, forensic uh, bug person like yourself. They, is it an on. entomologist? What Ent- yeah, that's what I wanted to say, but I wasn't sure if it was right. Anyway, and in that episode, they said that living in your eyebrows are thousands of little mite bugs. Is that correct? Do we have bugs living in our eyebrows or was that just fiction for the show? <laughs> well, our body is covered by little bugs, little mites, because uh, they live on the skin and they are kind of protecting our skin somehow. It's part of the microbiome of uh, of our body. So definitely we can have this kind of little mites present in the different parts of the body. Now, if they take over and if they bring pathogens in their own little body is another story. So yeah, definitely whatever you watch on TV as a scientific base, push to the limit, like what we do in our version of CSI, I look after all the scientific information and we provide real information, correct information, we maybe push the limit that we are always so identify things and uh, that is very easy. We have all the funds to do all the DNA analysis and maybe that takes just a a few hours of time, but sometimes take months. So, yeah, everything you see on TV has a scientific base. Wow. It's uh, back there somewhere. National Science Week is on, of course, uh, until Sunday the 21st. That's this Sunday. Get involved at one of the hundred, uh, hundreds of events that are happening right around the country, scienceweek.net.au. Dr. Paula Manu, we could literally talk to I'm you for so, days. I don't want to hang out. We've just got so much more to do on Grazie. the show. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Call me back anytime. We will. Keep your number. <laughs> 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hi, I've got, I got maggots, maggots again. again. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie and Bex. Folks, we want to have a chat with you about what useless skill you've still got from school because we learned so much stuff at school. We're not just talking about book knowledge, talking mm. about um, just stuff in your head that you no longer need. For me, there's a couple mm. um, that come to mind. Calculus. Oh, like any, yeah. any, but like, could you really, like if you nah, had a bro. calculus calculus question in front of you, apparently These I, days, that's what I mean. Like I, I even even the simplest of things like mm. extended mathematics, like things to the third power. Pythagoras' sort of theorem. Well, you just you just do that. You just spew out words that you think are associated to stuff to say. Pythagoras' theorem. I understand it's about triangles, yeah, right? Yeah, it's about 30, the 30 angles 30. of the triangle yeah. all adding up to equal <laughs> a certain amount. Yeah, I but I see I use that. You use that though if you build it? when you're building stuff. Oh, okay. I would say that's measure the skill. diagonals. What about I still remember all the words to your school song to my school song Saint Thomas Catholic Primary School. Don't need to hear them. <coughs> that's great. No, we're good. We're good. At Saint Thomas, we stand okay. together I'm gonna in leave. Christ, I'm gonna leave. united I'm gonna leave. in peace and love.
love and peace. Our sharing and caring knows no bounds. Our motto together in Christ. Through the vision of the sisters. Okay, he's literally walked out. Who helped to pave our way. Okay, he's literally left the studio. Thank you a lot for that, Bex. Call us now if there's a useless skill that you've retained from school. We want to hear about it. And just for doing that, you win a family pass to Baskers by the Lake, which is happening this weekend. Now he's just hovering at the door. Come in, bro. You contracted till six. You made your bed. United in peace and love and peace. Still got it, but don't need it. What <laughs> is it, Brock, in Tewantin? Yes, hey, how are you going there? Hey, yeah, we're Brock good. O. You good? Yeah, well, it's just something that's stuck with me since primary school. It's, um, oh, well, I've never used it in my life, but I'm sure other people do. It's a bit of Japanese. Um, oh, hey, oh, gazay, must could I say? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brock, um, I too yeah. studied Japanese, oh, except God. I did it till year 12. All we need is a, all we need is a Perth story. <laughs> and I've forgotten and, it all. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's all I remember from it, and I've never used it, and, yeah, it's just stuck with me. That's all right. You, just you said, never know. Good morning. Clap hands, please. I believe. Yeah, is that, yeah I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's great if you ever go to the Wiggles concert in Japan. <laughs> well, right. I sang you my beautiful. No, I walked song. out. I didn't hear it. You're lucky <laughs> because I've got another song that I retained from school uh-huh. um, that I, my friend and I wrote for a science project about dichotomous keys. Still don't know what a dichotomous key is. Mm. Di di dichotomous key. It feels like for me sometimes you forget <laughs> that I'm on the radio. That there are people listening. I do. Or often. that I guess the the whole point of what we're doing well, is to get more people to listen. Okay, would you like me to recite pie for you? Because that's five four five double one nine one nine. That's the number. What useless skill have you retained from school days? Three point one four one five. My, my headphones are Nine right. two, I think. Anyway, Mary's in Bly Bly. Mary, what's the skill that you've it's retained? number of listeners, by the way. <laughs> Shorthand. Really? Wow, You can wow. still do it? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. What exactly do they teach you with shorthand? Like, is there a, a particular symbol for each letter? Is that how it works or, or for each word? There's Yeah, there's like a symbol for each letter, but there's also one for like a word. Right. Well, yeah. Pretty, pretty useless these so, so, so days. It's like writing. I'm <laughs> sure it could come in handy, you know, if you're a waitress or something and you've got to put the tagliatelle now next to the gnocchi, oh. you know. Like, surely there's a little shorthand yeah. version of that. Don't have to spell that out. <laughs> they just go tag and knock, yeah. Hey, girls, I've got, I've got one that's just come to me. Uh, and, and I do use it occasionally, but I went to uh, an all-boys uh, Christian Brothers school, mm. so we had to wear the blazers and ties, the hats, the whole nine yards. Mm. A skill that I still have to this day, and I can do it blindfolded a million times over, tying a double Windsor knot in my tie. Oh, yeah. And, I and, and, and we work in radio. Like, I, I don't even actually have to wear pants to work, Mary. It's, you know, I just do it out of respect <laughs> for Ellie. Oh, I, so, do, I do wear pants. He, yes. So I do, do sometimes. I, Mary. Thank you I'm looking for saying for, that. I'm actually going to get a, a pair of pants, Mary, that, that the fabric looks like my legs, so that Ellie freaks oh, out one day and no, thinks. No, why? What's the point? <laughs> Who funny. wins? Who and then, wins? And then you go to HR and you go, he's not wearing pants. I go, joke's on you. My underpants are underneath these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there we Mary. go. Thank you for your hey, calls. Hey, Mary, stuff. would you like to go to Buskers by the Lake this weekend? Yep. Awesome. Yep. Well, we'll pay for you and your family. We'll sort tickets out. Hold the line. You're going. Okay, thank you. Ellie and Bex. 91.9. The other. Two of us. It's written about us. Yeah. 
No. It's beautiful. That's when we go into a meeting uh, at the end of the year and we're like, it's just the two of us. And they're like, yeah, we're replacing the whole show. So Yeah, no, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Um, no Bex, this is 91.9 <laughs> CFM. Rough week uh, for politicians in this country. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you, if you, ca- you can't, <laughs> you can't, uh, 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 you know, appoint yourself. To other jobs. <laughs> I mean, I can't go around and say I'd like to be CEO or just take J-Dub's job. Or I know. Might just jump next door. Maybe take Caroline's job, you know. You can't do that in secret without even telling the people whose job it is without people getting pissed off. Yeah. And that's, you know, what sort of a country are we living in, Eleanor? I know. You're not wrong. I mean, it's not like it was anything important. I mean, health minister. <laughs> nah, attorney, attorney general. What are they doing? Just the chief lawmaker in the land? <laughs> Give me a spell. Nanny. Hey, this cancel culture them. nanny state. Not only <laughs> has ScoMo been in the headlines. Um, Fair dinkum. But it turns out... Probably did it all so people stopped talking about him crapping himself at Maccas. Oh, no, that, that story will never die. <laughs> Don't you worry. Um, it turns out that the Australian government yeah. has peed off King Kong Godzilla fans. Oh, no. No. So in Japan <laughs> in an, specifically because that's where it comes from. You know, just all around the world. If you're a fan yeah. of, you know, the King Kong Giant Godzilla lizards. movies, then you will be annoyed by this mm-hmm. because the Australian government um, released a press release. Yes. Um, basically flexing that the next movie was going to be filmed here in Australia. Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. It's great. Great news for us. However, they've done a spoiler in the press release oh, that's no. been picked up by fans and they're like, hold on, we did not want to know that. Nice. So, like, turn your radio down for a second. I really don't think it actually gives much away, but if you're, like, a super fan. Spoiler alert. So, in the in the press release, it says, Kong will defend the earth from the unusual and dangerous creatures that threaten his new home. Mm. And people are really mad because apparently that means that King Kong's just a side character in this movie. Oh God, people need to get over it. Although, <laughs> you know who's to blame for this? I mean, it's a bad uh, PR statement and, yeah. and the firms and whatever else. So we, I think it's Paramount Pictures that are making it potentially. Uh, it's ScoMo's to blame because yeah. uh, we, we only just uh, found out uh, via text message during this chat actually that he'd uh, secretly appointed himself as the head, head of PR for yeah, Paramount Pictures. Yeah, 100%. He's, 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 new <laughs> he's job. done. New job. <laughs> 91. 91.9 CFM. 91.9 CFM and IFYS have teamed up to build something extraordinary. Take me to church. The Old Church Youth Accommodation Service. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a big building up the top of the hill, Mackay Street or Mackay Street in Nambour. Mm. Uh, it's been purchased by IFYS and Inclusive Kids to look after children as young as 15. And they come out of foster care and in some cases they, they end up homeless and whatever. Mm-hmm. This is about keeping teenagers on the sunny coast, local children, uh, on their feet. And Chains, what I love about this is, yes, there are a million different charities and a lot of really worthwhile causes people can do, get uh, donate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is local. Mm-hmm. Um, we are donating all of our time. And all we're asking for is a bit of yours. Either donate online, 919cfm.com.au. You can see the renovation we're planning for the uh, the outdoor area, the garden and decking area. Or you can donate your services. There are people at this stage looking at donating some of the trees or some of the decking. Yeah, because this is a 21-bed facility, which yeah. is going to house uh, youth on the sunny coast and train them up, basically. It's yes. not just come, you know, you get a bed for the night no. and, you know, we'll, we'll see you later. It's a back on your feet, get exactly. out into the world situation. And... Look, fundamentally, hop onto our website, have a look, what takes mm. your fancy. It might be that, I don't know, you own, um, you know, uh, a, a landscaping company and you go, you know what? Got some plants. We'll give you, or we'll give you, you know, on next Friday when we're doing it all, mm-hmm. when we're doing that renovation in the outdoor area, we'll, we'll donate two grand worth of labour. Yeah, exactly. It's you not know? just cash donations we're taking at the moment, although... 
We love those as well. Cash is always king, baby. And that's where this lady, the lovely Fee from Lift Strength and Conditioning, comes into it. Hi, Fee. Hi, guys. How's it going? We're well, thank you. Now, we love you because anytime we we do something like this at CFM, you and the team at Lift Strength and Conditioning are the first to put your hands up and say, hey, we want to help out. In fact, you're already helping out. What exactly are you guys doing? Well, at the moment, we're running some um, in-club competitions in three of our clubs that are open at the moment, and it's all with the um, hope to raise some money for inclusive kids. Amazing. Um, we're, yeah, so we have like um, three different clubs doing three different events, and then there'll be a final at the end of it in Lift Door on Sunday week. And the aim is to raise $5,000 in total between the three clubs over four different events for the cause. You out of control. And, and I understand you're off to a pretty good start, just quietly. Yeah, we're, we're around about three and a half at the moment, so it looks like we're going to well and truly surpass our, so we'll put, our target. Which is we'll put good. you down for eight or ten. <laughs> nah, just hey, don't be greedy, guts. <laughs> no, uh, congratulations. Yeah, and look, you know, this is... It's one of those things, isn't it? You, you, if you're in a business or whatever, you give because you give. Mm. This isn't a commercial arrangement. Absolutely. Fee didn't have to. She wrote, yeah. reached out to us. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I must congratulate you. Well. I know that you guys are a family business. I know that you and your partner yeah. have worked really hard to build that up to now have these three clubs and soon to be a fourth. So, so thank you so much. You, you didn't have to, um, but we're away oh, to a decent start. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're also going to come down next Friday and help lift all the heavy stuff. That that would be oh, we got plants and stuff. <laughs> there's so much that great. actually needs to happen. So there's a good need start. Help back, so we'll come lift the stuff for you. See, and she's thinking, yeah, I need help. I definitely <laughs> do. Hey, Fee, if people aren't already a member of your gym, can they still get involved with this and, and come donate and take part in the competition? Or is surely. it for, for members oh, only? Great question, Ellie. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it is um, hopefully a spectator's event for the final as well because it's got such a great energy. We've got a DJ, food truck, coffee van, and a push-up competition on the day, so you can win membership. And um, it all just, and so there's raffles, just so many different ways you can get involved. But definitely worth coming down between nights because the energy is so fun. It's just such a fun event to get behind normal people doing great things. Awesome, Aww, good couldn't on have you, said it better ourselves. Uh, all the best, my darling, and um, we hope to see you soon. Congratulations thanks. again on that growing empire. Yeah, thanks, man. Ellie and Beck. One point nine, CFM.